Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me as always is Trevor Scott. You know, that time I was thinking, you said that wrong, and because you said your name instead of mine. Mm. This feels like we've said this sort of thing before, have we? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the things we did last week. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Exactly. <laughs> it's been a whole week uh, since we recorded the last episode, not, don't not, you know? Not 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, so, um, or less. What are we doing today, Ben? It's your edits, so. It's my choice. So, I get to Dealer's run choice. the show. I think we are going to do some random movie prompts. Mm-hmm. And make some video games from them. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, I kind of just explained it, but this is where yeah. we each have a random movie selector in front of us that's going to choose from a database of real movies. Uh, and we're each going to get one. We're going to look at the titles, the descriptions. If we know the movie, if we don't, it doesn't really matter. We're just going to use those as a jumping off point for a video game design. Yeah. Sounds good. So, let's- Three, two, let's- one movie. Let's do it. Fast and Furious. The world to come. Ooh. I have no idea where Fast and Furious- Is that the fourth one? Who the fuck knows? Why couldn't they do- Like, (laughs) put some fucking numbers in there. Like- They just have to do different combinations of somehow fitting in Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. That was good because you knew that it was 22. That's the 22nd one because it's got two twos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they should have just followed that pattern. We should be watching 10 Fast, 10 Furious. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Because that would make a lot more sense to know which ones the Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> the fastest and Fa- the- Fast and Furious. Three Fast, Three Furious. <laughs> Wasn't there an old, like- <laughs> Wasn't there an old, like, Flash animation that had, like- had That's out? how long this franchise has been going for. Flash was a thing. <laughs> Flash was still a thing. <laughs> All right. Fast and Furious. Let's just- Let's not take- I mean, it can maybe be car-related, I guess, but we're not gonna- We're not gonna take the actual, like, franchise. I mean, well, although having said that, has there been a Fast and Furious game? If they had ten movies and no games- I think there has been, like, the attempt of doing a game, but I reckon we could do it better. And believe me, you don't want- The world to come, uh, in 1856, two women forge a close connection despite their isolation on the American frontier with muscle cars. I don't know. Like, that- (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we just take the title. Maybe the name of the game is is Fast and Furious, The World to Come. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I I think- what what would make then? Let's do, let's think about what would make a good Fast and the Furious game, because it's about cars. It's about heists. Often, I don't know. I also haven't watched all of the movies, so uh, there is some heists in in the later episodes. Like, yeah, that's what I it, thought. It turned into a bit of an action action packed. You know, yeah, it's not just about racing. It's just about it's kind of it, it's action with cool car stunts. Basically, it's, it's action with cool car stunts and Ocean's Eleven thrown in for the fun of it, because you know, yeah, and family, and family. It's all about family. It's all about family. I, I am, am Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, God, we've been doing this podcast too long, Trevor. I know. Okay, so, okay, the one thing that came to mind for this sort of game, did you ever play Stuntman? No, but I played the old game called Stunts. No, no, no. That, this was a different one. This was on the- I think it was on I the Xbox. I played Pain. <laughs> Where you, la- <laughs> you launched someone out. PS2? And- no, that was the PS3. <laughs> was it? Okay. Yeah. No, Stuntman was- it was a driving game, but it was all about you were a stunt driver for movies, and so you had to, like, hit your marks at certain times, mm. and you got points for, like, getting through it- Smoothly and, 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 you know, on time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and you'd have like things blowing up and stuff around you. I kind of like that sort of vibe. It doesn't have to be exact, but it's about, it's about driving through the and, and achieving these set pieces essentially in the most effective way. Yeah. And so maybe G- you've given, got some branching Given that the movies did end and- up in set piece, like set piece after set piece after set piece. Yeah. It's probably cool that the game does that, but you have to hit the set piece. And if you don't hit the set piece, you get to retry it and retry it and retry it until you get that's it all it. in one run. Like It's about- That's it. It's about a perfect run. Um, I think maybe you can have some branching moments where it's like, okay, at this point you can choose to drive under the semi-trailer and come out the other side and, like, go off a jump. And, and you know, that, that takes you down a certain path. Or you can, you know, decide to drive off the cliff um, and go the, into the, the helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. yeah, the helicopter's going to- Yeah, in, that's it, into the helicopter. <laughs> you just got your wheels on either side of the <laughs> you, you stop on a dime. Like, literally, you, you, your wheels have stopped perfectly in oh, this helicopter. Oh, you do- so you do like a par- like a, a skid parallel park into the in, helicopter. Into the helicopter. <laughs> so your wheels are still in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> and literally they they stop on a dime. Like yeah. There's there's like literally there's a centimeter either coin. side. Like yeah. Yeah. It's like a five cent coin because they're in Australia for this one. Right. Yeah. That's cool. I like that a lot actually. And then <laughs> I wonder if you <laughs> for could some do- reason my head just went to. You know what they haven't done? Cars on an aircraft carrier. Now- <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's a great idea. And then you Car tow- boats. Car you boats. You have to tow- Okay, yeah. Cars like that turn into boats that turn back into cars. Turn into boats. Definitely have that in there. Can they turn into planes sea as well? Are creatures. They just, are they just transformers now? Like- <laughs> Optimus Prime. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> the world- to come, colon, Transformers 17. <laughs> <laughs> we just combine the two. It, it, it's the long-awaited, like, you know, combination of the two. Um, Shia LaBeouf's in there because, you know, he's come back to the franchise. Yeah. yeah. The Transformers franchise, that is. Yeah, for sure. He He's pretty furious sometimes. Yeah. I don't know how fast he is, but, you know, we'll put him to the test. According to thing to to a couple of people that I've talked to, is pretty fast in bed. He comes really fast. So, okay, glad you're in that sort of circle of people talking about Shia LaBeouf's, uh Yeah, you know, speed in, in bed. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> no one one thing I was thinking though, actually, that could be interesting is multiplayer as well. Mm. Like it's. 
coordinating together and hitting these marks because that could be really satisfying. Oh, yeah. You have to communicate a bit. You have to make sure you're getting your speed right. So, it's not even necessarily about, oh, you must hit this mark by the, you know, one minute, 37 second marks. It's that you have to coordinate with the other person. You want that flying V. You don't want, you know, the person, you know, just- Yeah, you, know. you got to have the information. Yeah. So, that'd be really cool too, I reckon. And then you're with your family. And and with, with the flying V, like, obviously you've got, um, you know, Charlie from the Mighty Ducks. He's he's in there now and he goes, everyone get into the flying V. And, you know, they-, they- Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he be in the Fast and the Furious franchise? Is that- is that- who played that? Is that Joshua Jackson? Still character? Joshua Jackson, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, he'd be good in this. He would. Yeah. Yeah. He's, What's he's- he been doing since Fringe? Since Fringe, ooh, because I was going to say he Dawson's Creek. Creek. Um, no, Fringe, yeah, give him some credit. Yeah. He's also he was also in Fringe, yes. which finished like ten years ago. Um, since then, I think you know, I know Scream Two was before that, and he he only played a very small part in that. Um, no, it's just it's just literally Dawson's Creek. It's like that small part in Scream Two, and oh, the skulls. And- he was in the skulls. And then, then French, and he hasn't done anything since. Yeah, I'm, I assume that's it. Yeah, four things. He's known for four <laughs> things, and now this is a fifth <laughs> thing. So this this is a fifth thing. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're revitalizing Joshua Jackson's career. Three to one movie. <laughs> if Joshua Jackson is listening to this, I'm I'm sure you've been doing some great stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, three to one movie, Trainwreck. Dragon Knight. Mm. I kind of like mixing, again, that was the last episode where we talked about steampunk, but steam engine-y sort of stuff with- Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Like, you di- you're digging a train tunnel. They dig a train tunnel and they awaken a dragon in the mountain. Mm. Mean yeah. like the industrial revolution or whatever. I mean, literally, they ju- they just a uh, a um they they have a dragon at the front who's just using his flame breath just to blow a blow this tunnel on the mountain. Oh, you're saying they're using dragons to build their train tunnels? Yeah, I was saying that they were building tunnels for trains and they awakened it like the, the okay. not that there were dragons already in the world. Okay, but um, no, there could be. I, I, I mean, I can't like the more. There's I domesticated like the idea. dragons. They've got de- domesticated dragons, and the reason why they're building all these tunnels through the mountain is because mm. you know this is the the typical nesting area of like really really nasty dragons that would well or fry okay, the I, whole. Okay, he's. I, I do like this. I don't think they know though. I think. I think this is a world where humans have domesticated dragons, but all the dragons they've run into so far have been- They're they're about, like, horse-sized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they've they've domesticated them them to a degree, or they're at least, like- Or enslaved them, or whatever it is, right? Like, as as fucking humans tend to do, Mm -hmm. they've asserted their dominion over these dragons. And, yeah, they're using them as workers, as, you know- Transportation as mounts. Yeah. But as they're building this tunnel through for their trains, they awaken and act like a different breed of dragon. Yes. And this is much more like the the large dinosaur sized mm. kind mm. of dragon that, that you know we're used to seeing. This is like 
They go, how do we train this dragon? Sized. Yeah, and uh, there's this boy called Hiccup, and uh, no, we're not going down that path. <laughs> but no, uh, I- bring me Jay Baruchel. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think that <laughs> this one can't be trained, you know. And it's it's toothful because uh, there are a lot. Oh, of- Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, it's, they they call it toothful. They don't have the concept of toothless <laughs> for this to be the opposite of. It's just it does have a lot of teeth. Yeah, toothful the great. Toothful is great and pointy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So I I think this is again they, they do, actually they do, though, uh, there is a little joke in there. It's like Smalk. It's like it's like oh no toothful toothful. Yeah, it's got a lot of teeth. <laughs> yeah, no lot of Smalk, a lot of teeth. There's no Smalk <laughs> to be found. Uh, and and so I'm sort of picturing this game as a bit of a you know, like again sort of an action adventure, but there's like dragon riding stuff. Like it's flying around on mm-hmm. dragons, you know, shooting fireballs and things. At people on the ground or at other dragons or okay. maybe you even- Maybe this, like, kicks off a war between different factions. Mm. World war, but with dragons. And it's- mm. Mm. Ooh, they take to the air. They, they're, you know, all sea serpent sort of things. And they, they, you know, a whole battalion washes up on the on the beach on the back of a sea serpent sort of thing. Oh, like, that's open cool. It, open yeah. up and- you know, they're all riding like flightless dragons. Yeah. That's it. Like, you've got all these different types of mounts and stuff. But then they're also, at the same time, like, this huge dragon that's been awakened is indiscriminately killing everyone. Mm. And is sort of a, a third, you know, faction of its, yes. of its own yes. that you're fighting, fighting against. So, why are these two, like, main factions fighting on the beaches? Um Fighting in the air. I, th- I mean, why does anyone go to war? Mm. It's probably over land. It's probably over resources. Religion. It's probably over power, religion. I mean, yeah, maybe one, like, worships the dragons and the other one treats them more just as, like, domesticated animals. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, and I the do religious like one is trying to impose their will. Dogma. Upon the others, yes. They're, they're dragon ma. <laughs> Dra dogma. <laughs> Dragon's dogma? That's a thing, is it? Dragonma. <laughs> Dragonma. Yeah. That's cool. It's mainly fun just for all the I just like that. There hasn't been a good like dragon riding game since do you remember that game? I think it was called like Draken. Mm. Back in like the early two thousands probably. Uh I, th- I feel like that was the first and last game to do really good, fun dragon riding. Um, not Panzer Dragoon <laughs> from '95. No, no, no. <laughs> I think uh, is it? Yeah, Dragon Order of the Flame '99. Pretty sure that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, there was a game, Divinity Dragon Commander. Um, Look, I'm sure there are other dragon flying. That games. was 2013, and that was an RPG, which is uh. no, no, no. This isn't. This is like an early 3D game. Oh man, I'm looking at it now. It's like, you know, it's this is sort of Tomb Raider esque. 
level of detail in when we're talking about polygons. And I'm I'm clipping I'm I'm flicking through this gameplay trip um gameplay clip. I've not seen this other you know what? This isn't the game I was thinking of. Because I have not come across any dragon riding. Mm. So this is not this is not it. Was this it, is some shitty RPG. Was it Draken the Ancient Gates? I don't know. Third person RPG gameplay with dragon riding combat? That sounds more like it. Um, Although it is this, a sequel to the other one. This hidden is, gem I was said. a precursor to the kind of immersive RPG games Bioware would later become famous for. Um, mm, it wasn't. It was more actiony though. Mm-hmm. Panzer Dragoon. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. I think maybe it is, maybe it is this Ancient Gates one. Anyway, this this is a this is a tangent. Or it was Lair <laughs> for the PS3. <laughs> no, it was a P- It was on the PC. Okay. Well, uh, Draken the Ancient Gates was a PS2 game, so yeah. I don't think it's that either, because again, it, it it like folk. You had your dragon like friend. Uh, you sure you're not talking about Spyro? Spyro was a dragon. Oh, yeah, Spyro. That's the one. That's the one. No. <laughs> I forgot about that. That purple little cunt. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Movie. Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Fire Down Below. <laughs> <laughs> Colon, Fire Down Below. Okay. I, I mean, I love the idea of. Uh, hang on, uh, hang on, uh, hang on a second, hang on a second. When an a- when an EPA representative is murdered in the small Appalachian community, EPA undercover agent Jack Taggart is sent in, posing as a handyman working with the Christian Relief Agency to determine what happened. Wait, EPA, EPA. undercover agent like the Environmental <laughs> Protection Agency? <laughs> They just have fucking undercover detectives. That's ridiculous. Okay. Do you know who's in this? Who's the main star? No. Three guesses. What year was it? 1997. Van Damme. No, but close. Steven Seagal. Yep. He got him too. <laughs> I mean, that's actually- I should have guessed that first because that sort of ridiculous concept is- is right up his alley. Oh, my Undercover God. EPA agent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's- let's take some aspects of that. Uh, Homer in the Holiday Heist. I think, though, that um, this undercover EPA agent is coming in to investigate unlawful growing of Christmas trees. Uh because yes. they are, you know, growing some strain that is bad for the environment or something, yes. or they, or maybe they just don't want them all cut down. Like <laughs> Instead trying to- of coming in as a handyman, he comes in as like a Christmas tree salesman, <laughs> trying to find where all these where all these Christmas trees are coming from. Like, where, where's this um, where's this illegal Christmas tree farm? <laughs> <laughs> or he just doesn't understand the idea of Christmas, and so he's like, 
it's got to December and all these trees are showing up in people's houses and they're like, you're still in trees from the woods. These trees belong in nature. This one's plastic. <laughs> you created weird tree clones to put in your homes. It's still played by this barbaric. Oh, yeah, it's a, or, or it's a Steven Seagal type, at least. <laughs> Maybe someone slightly less problematic. Oh, God, he's so bad, isn't he? He's like, just, just the fact that for some reason they, he thought it was a good idea that EP, the EPA would have an undercover the agency. The EPA undercover <laughs> <agents>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so what's the game, though? You, uh, do you play this undercover agent and then- like some little kid has set up traps, <laughs> or do we do, or do we go? Away? Do we leave the home alone? But I think just le- leave the home home alone one away. I love bringing the holiday the side holiday of it, thing, like yeah. Um, and you know, ooh, because it's because it's a holiday heist. I I think of you know this undercover EPA agent who's mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that you know he's he can't, he comes into this town as an undercover agent, but in reality, what happened is you know he actually got fired from the from the environment <laughs> environmental protection <laughs> right. agency, and he's, he's just he's, doing this on his own, like in a misguided attempt to like get his job back. Yeah, he he thinks that he's actually That's found a, um he thinks that he's found you know this. This major problem. So he's come in as an undercover agent. What he's actually found, I think, is uh, I think there is something here that he does end up getting his job back, but it's not to do with the Christmas trees. It's, it's to do with you know um, maybe like they're using some maybe sort of the new mayor fertilizer has got or like, something. Yeah, some sort of some sort of toxic waste dump or something like that. That you know this right? They they're using some method of growing Christmas trees super fast. Yeah, to prop up the industry that it, that uses these yeah like toxic chemicals and stuff that has waste runoff. <laughs> but but <laughs> Jack Taggart is is literally thinking, you know, oh we, we've got to we've got to save all these trees. We've got to save the trees. <laughs> yeah, and but- I think it's kind of a almost like a third person adventure where you're going around this small town like investigating, but he just keeps ending up in these. Stupid brawls where you're doing dumb Aikido, <laughs> Aikido moves with while barely moving. <laughs> oh my god! You just keep like you, you punch people and the stunt and like because they're stunt people, they just they, they react they go flying through the them. window. Yeah, like and you actually just, see you one of them go, of- just turn around and start running and just fight, throw themselves out of the window. Yeah, just because because you like. Did a little like weak hit <laughs> towards them, but they work for you. So, as in, like it's in- it's hyper ragdoll, <laughs> hyper ragdoll. Your character doesn't have any animation on their arms um, the whole time. You just they just like uh, are ragdolled constantly, and you just have to like spin around. <laughs> Slap with your, your weak joints. Just, just <laughs> your arms are just hanging jelly, jelly arm. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> oh my god, All that's right. so funny. Three, two, one, movie. Uh, cool. The mother. This is a recent one. In fact, this came out last week. <laughs> the Black Demon. 
which came out not last week, not the week before, but the week before that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're very topical on this on this one. Um, the black demon is actually a ferocious megalodon shark. Oh, well, the mother is actually a deadly female assassin. A deadly female megalodon shark. Who's <laughs> an assassin? <laughs> I don't know if we need to quite combine them that way. <laughs> there's, there's just something about <laughs> this, this whole- megalodon shark sneaking through a compound. Sneaking, <laughs> sneaking up. <laughs> <laughs> it is the target. All right, files. I'm gonna. <laughs> How like? But isn't it in the water? <laughs> it just has to get wet every now and again. Like it, it's got an air. It's just got this air. It's like I was more thinking like it, you, you know, see from the guard's perspective, they're looking. With this is a massive towering shark hiding <laughs> behind a fountain. <laughs> 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 they just go back to their work. <laughs> they don't notice it because you start doing it. <laughs> They're like, what are those three green dots? It's <laughs> got the fucking Sam Fisher headgear. How would that even work? <laughs> I don't know why I find that so fucking funny. <laughs> well, the other option is that it is a it is a deadly female megalodon shark assassin, but it has to wait oh for God. its targets to go for a swim, <sighs> uh, and then it just kind of opens its mouth, and it's so big that the target doesn't <laughs> notice that the mouth is like hmm, just closing <laughs> over the top of it, and then once it's in there, it just. <laughs> Must Chomp. be an eclipse. Yep. 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 Um, okay. I, <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I love this. I just love this idea of of this Sam Fisher-esque thing. But now, now I'm starting to think, what if you did no one live forever? Okay. But with a shark. A megalodon mm. shark. <laughs> mm. Mm. Now, when we say megalodon shark, I mean, these things are- Dinosaur-sized Scott, sharks. Like, yeah, they're, like, the size of a fucking, you know, Oil aircraft rig. carrier or whatever. Yeah, like a- <laughs> Oh, by the way, this is, you know, Oil Man's Paul Sturgis's idyllic family vacation turns into a nightmare when they encounter a ferocious megalodon shark. Mm. Sneaks- who sneaks up on them in the night <laughs> after slicing through some plastic <laughs> tent, you know, the plastic tent- how does it do the split jump? It's between buildings. <laughs> but like the fins? <laughs> fins in the, the tail. <laughs> fins in the tail. I just it's just like awkwardly jammed in there. <laughs> it's just flopped itself in at an angle with tail on one side, head on the other. <laughs> just itching itself up. <laughs> it just stands on its tail the whole time and it just it walks around like, you know, those dolphins from fucking The Simpsons. Oh my this, God. Feel, this feels like n- not much more than, um, like, I want to see someone 
who's a good animator, like build this in Unreal Engine or something as a as a stupid gimmick level. Yeah, and just just the fact that the guards <laughs> they look over it, they they see what is obviously wrong, and they just go. Ooh, nothing there. It's outside of my cone of vision. <laughs> he says they say that. Hmm. I don't see anything inside my cone of vision. Guess it must have been the wind. Sobbed and Megalodon hits the ground. <laughs> Flops along the street. Uh, that's oh the end of our God. episode. If you would like to oh, find fuck. all of our previous episodes and give them a listen, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. You can find them all there. Oh, my God. That was- that was- that was an episode. Um, if you like the song that we play at the start of end of each episode, that song is called Mad to Find Itself at the album Containment Failure by the band Crowdust. That's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. Sop. Sop. <gasps> Nothing to see here. <laughs>